Welcome to Phone Sex with Lily Show, where talent in front and behind the camera is showcased and explored. As you can imagine, there are a lot of characters and personalities in this industry. Listen as they share their stories. But first, grab your lube and get comfortable because the guests will unknowingly be subjected to phone sex with a porn star, webcam model, and your host, Lily Craven. Hello. Hi. How are you today? I am good. How are you? Um, I was feeling a little, I don't know, tingly today. (laughs) Ooh, that laugh. Tell me about your tingly. Well, I met this amazing man over the weekend, and we just sort of, you know, hooked up one time. And since then, I've had those little butterflies that make you tingle inside. So what do what you uh, want to do with this man you met? Um, nothing. What I, makes you tingle? I just borrowed him for, you know, a one-night stand, basically. Ah, okay. I like those. Those are, like, my favorite. Are they really? Is, they are. Is it bad if we don't call them back? No. <laughs> I don't think it's bad if you don't know their name. I don't, <laughs> you know, that's... I don't, think, I don't think it's bad at all. That's kind of what I was thinking. So... I mean, do you do this often? Do I do this often? Um, let's say I used to do this often, but yeah. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, is, it is my way of, of doing things. <laughs> oh, so this is like going to be okay that I'm basically a one night stander. Is there a name for it? Um, independent woman? <laughs> yeah. N- not slut? <laughs> No, no, I like independent women. I like that. Okay, so I'm going to be an independent woman. Or you can be a slut. Like, I mean, what? That means you're what? Like, satisfied, um, yeah, liberated, liberated. Unique. <laughs> Definitely unique. Universal. <laughs> I love it. So if I were to go out and be a slut next weekend, would you want to come with me? Sure. Where are we going? Um, we're just going to go hoochie hunting. Okay. And where, wh- who would we look for? What kind of big cock would we look for? Big cock? Anyone that... Oh, are we looking... What are we looking for? Dick. Straight dick. Dick. Oh, <laughs> well, it'd have to be large ones. Yeah. Oh, you like them large, too. Yeah. Right? I'm a unapologetic size queen. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, no kidding. You know what I'm learning more and more? That women do like it big. I think so. I think... Uh, <laughs> You know, I don't know. I'm all about the the real thing. So yeah, for sure. Like go big or go home, right? <laughs> go big or go home. Don't even call. <laughs> you're listening to and you're watching Phone Sex with Lily Show. And I'm here today with a very special guest that I've been very excited about bringing on. She is, what doesn't she do? She is the jack of all trades in the industry. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> she was my first girl girl. Um, she, it is the beautiful, wonderful Miss D Siren. Hello. 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 Oh my goodness. Now, now that I have you here. So Jack of all trades, let's define that because you literally do everything, correct? Um, I guess like, I mean, I, I try to do everything. You do. (laughs) Yeah, um, as for everything, like I, I'm a, 
Yeah, I mean, what, what would you like to know? <laughs> like, I don't so know. you have your own studio. We'll start with that and your talent. And yeah. then you do your own filming, editing, like producing, directing. <laughs> what else do you, uh, yeah. everything from A to Z. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been a performer and in the adult industry since 2009. Um, I was a webcam model initially and did that exclusively for about six months. And then I was told at that time, now this was early when webcam began that I was too hardcore, so I should try porn. So <laughs> I was uh, invited by Nadia Alicia to uh, come to Tampa and film with them for Sticky Video. And so my first video was uh, Huge Holes 15. So that gives you an idea of the uh, being the Your genre size, size queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just us and, and we played with ridiculous toys and um, became lifelong friends and she was my mentor taught me everything uh, that they did with their studio and I you know invented D siren I would suppose yes you <laughs> so, did for sure you yeah, definitely branded yeah, her uh, yeah so that character character um, has been yeah um, done everything from <laughs> professional to amateur to gang bangs to glory holes it, anything and everything. I was the girl who never said no. And, <laughs> that's, and that's really you, correct? Like this is who you are. Is it really a difference um, between the characters? I mean, I, there is, there is like, uh, I, when it comes to the actual sexual acts, no, there's no difference. Like I, that's really me. Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to the personality, um, she's, she's a, a part of me. She's my alter ego. Like, um, she's the side of me that, I don't know, she's my superpower, you know, yes. and she's the real me is, is more introverted, uh, enjoy staying home, learning, uh, reading, working, spending time with family, um, where the D side of me is very extroverted and then enjoys shows and running around and talking to everybody and, and networking and, and contacts and, and you know, just really getting out there. And then sexually, obviously anything goes like, I mean, I've pretty much tried everything. It's just, you know, I, there's some things I won't do again, <laughs> so, okay. but I was, I was willing to try them. I'm willing to try them. What's on your no list? It um, I'm not really into BDSM. Like I'm not into bondage, not into domination. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that list has changed. Mm -hmm um over the years uh like i said i've done this for 13 years so it's uh you've grown out a lot more <laughs> grown. and i started out a lot more willing to try everything uh -huh. um and like i said i there are things i enjoy there's things i don't i i realize that internally i can handle a lot more stuff so um i do like more uh playing with toys, real penetration, these kind of things, real yes. sexual acts, rather than um, some of the more external things. Like I like I said, I'm not into BDSM. I don't like to be spanked. I don't like Me. anything like messing with my 
skin and honestly my skin is sensitive like i it hurts so like i don't want that i think it's supposed to but yeah i I feel you i'm not sadistic (laughs) i don't i don't (laughs) like i don't like that part i you know and i but i did start out way more submissive and throughout my time in the industry that's flipped yes you are absolutely a very dominant female milf yes and that's changed because of this industry it's it's helped me grow it's helped me um open up a lot of doorways that were closed Mm -hmm. it allowed me to be confident in myself because i could just be my alter ego i didn't have to worry about my own shadows my own trauma my own issues i could just be her and and that's I had this conversation recently on another show that, um, you know, I'm getting to a stage in my life where within the last two years, I've finally healed that other part of me. And I've spent two years doing that. And by doing that, I realized that now I'm kind of just molding her together with me and we're becoming one person (laughs) Um, rather than disassociated into different people. Um, And yeah, I mean, I'm just going to be doing things my way now and not really following anybody else's vision for me or what they expect of me, but just me being me. So it's it's been a, a crazy transformation. It also has been, you know, the most peaceful time of my life and, and yes. the most uh, connected I've ever been with myself. I, I've been transitioning... Uh, as a life coach. And so not just, um, personally, but, uh, professionally, because in the end, I'm really just a, um, nurturer and a teacher and a visionary. And that's who I am as a person. So I have just reconnected with who I am. So that's awesome. That's, it's really a beautiful journey when you look back, even at things that happen to you that are, you know, tragic or, very difficult times you look back and you're like wow just the growth is 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 deep like you really yeah, yeah. look at it as a beautiful thing it's a journey you know yes. life is not there's no destination we're getting to we're not you know so I, true. I, I am i just am finishing my spiritual life coaching certification through the dharma institute um next month Excellent. and um, I'm already an intimacy and a relationship coach, but now I'm adding in there my, um, spiritual and purpose coaching. And it's, that's been a great process. I've done it for six months. I've attended their Institute and I've learned so much, not just about me and, mm-hmm. but how to help others and, um, you know, really connect these things to your energy body and yes. understanding yes. that we're more than just this meat suit or whatever you have to call yourself like there's more to us than that no i'm just kidding i mean and and that's also changed through um my connection with my sexuality i accepted my sexuality and i opened that doorway to experimenting and exploring myself completely when it came to that um through swinging and through this industry Uh um but i close myself off emotionally. And that was because others were uh, influencing that decision and saying that that was something that was required of me to not feel emotion and not connect to other people. 
Um, I talk about it a lot on my own podcast, uh, Siren Sexy Secrets. I talk about that, you know, it's okay to have sex without emotion and, and there's nothing wrong with it. And there's not because your life is your life. There's nothing, uh-huh. you're not hurting anyone. But I do believe that it hurts you because really what you're doing is blocking um, your energy. Like yes. your emotions yes. are literally energy in motion. That's all it is. Like you're taking all this stuff that's happening in your brain and you're not allowing it to uh, get out there into the world and not releasing those things. So, um, I wasn't allowing myself to feel, I'm which like, is so not, mm-hmm. not me. It's not me to not feel I'm an empath. Like I feel everything, Same. but what I was feeling is someone else's emotions, not mine. Wow. And I realized that, you know, there's a lot of realization I found personally, but, and what I did, you know, because of this relationship I was in, Um, but what it did show me is that, you know, I was a part of that relationship. I can't go back and be like, somebody else did this to me. I just have learned not to live my life that things are, are being done to me, but instead Mm -hmm. through me and a part of me and part of my journey, you're not supposed to be content. You're not supposed to be comfortable. We're humans. You never grow. If you are, you just get stuck. It's true. (laughs) It's just been a journey and now I'm on, I don't know, I was in a severe car accident since that car accident. I had to survive and I had to teach myself how to walk, how to use my hand again. So many different things with my physical body that I became connected with my energy body. I became, I also sat for five years in a house. So not being able to do those things and being told you can't, you can't, you'll never be able to do this again. You can't, you can't. I finally just decided one day that I could and I was done being told I can't. I'm a firm believer in now understanding in the law of attraction. I'm a firm believer in manifestation. I know how to teach it to you because it's not something that's woo woo and weird. Mm It's literally something that works yes. and you just have to be able to Believe. understand that takes action, that takes work. That doesn't mean you're like, I want this and I get it. It means that you're going to say, this is your future and this is the vision you have for yourself and you're going to just do it. Yeah. Like there's, you live that life, you embody whatever you want. This is, it's your story. It's your, it's, it's your movie. You know, and yeah. The power of our mind. I, I wish we, we understood the power of our mind because it, it can literally take you anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And you can you can make shit happen. Yes. <laughs> like I mean, it's it's true. It's, like, people, people think you can't make shit happen, and it's just so hard. But that's because those are the stories you're telling yourself. It's it's so hard. If I tell myself that every day, it's always going to be hard. Yes. But I did not really connect enough with me for so long. I was married for 25 years. Mm -hmm. I, since we grew up together and within the last two years, since I separated, um, I have had the time to heal and, and really it was always about that. Like I need my space. I need my time to learn who the fuck I am again. Like I got lost and it was time to get found, <laughs> find me, find me and yep. not find me as a mom or find me yes. as a um, wife or find me as the hot wife or find me as an actress or find me as a performer 
or if I need you. all these different masks I wear so that I can be a part of this society so that I can function in this matrix, but to find me who's underneath all the masks, Yeah, you know, what yeah. is, and that all comes down to your energy body. That's who you are. That's your intuition. That's your consciousness. And I really connected. I do a lot of meditation. That's, I kind of live my life in a meditative fashion. I've learned to do that through really through pain control. That was really my intent. Oh, nice. I also nice. have a heart condition that I know how to, you know, change the rate of my heart, which I learned so early on as a child because I had to control it or get surgery. Wow. Like, so it's, it was breathing techniques. And then you realize, oh, dang, everything's connected to your breathing. So, um, I, yeah, I've just spent two years <laughs> learning about me, which in turn has helps me realize that everything's about connection. Everything's about yeah. communication. Um, I believe in, as I say, the three C's, which is communication, um, comprehension of that communication so that you can connect because that's really everything. That is so right? key. <laughs> understanding that you, you have somebody talking and they say, I communicate. Well, if you never stop talking and you connect. don't ever listen to understand what the other person's perspective is, then there's no connection. True. That connection's True. broken. So it's the understanding that there's two parts to that but i think it's key in any relationship um if it's it's key in intimacy mm. is the intimacy has to have connection and i talk about all the time that you know intimacy is not just sexual and it's not just physical it's in, uh, emotional intellectual experiential there's so many different forms of it and i don't know i've gotten to a point where the sexual part of it is um less important because i've done it all <laughs> and i've been so so long immersed in that aspect of my yeah. behavior and that aspect of my brain um and in that energy body like that you know i say i'm i'm a sacral energy being and the sacral area is like your hips yes. and your genitals and all the you know lower part of my body <laughs> and and that's because it's been worked <laughs> Well, well, not just that. I, I mean, that's where your sexuality comes from, obviously, mm -hmm. but it's also where creation happens. And I'm a creative and I am, that's what I do best is create and create, you know, movies, create thoughts, create ideas, you know, and women are just creators in general. Like it, that's my we have babies. We're the only ones that can make humans. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think that's a creation in itself, right? <laughs> that's where our power lies. That's where if you've given that power away to somebody else or you've blocked it so yeah. that you don't have that feel that power empowered by your sexuality, then you've lost your power as a creator and as a woman because that's wow. where your creativity wow. lies. So it's understanding like, wow, you know, take your second power back. Yes. Like, that's what, and stop being afraid of sex. Stop being afraid of being sexual. Stop being afraid of what someone else thinks or how you're going to be judged because that they literally are just taking your power with yeah. like, like abortion, yeah. like abortion, like they, they're trying to take our power. It lies within our body. And that is the part of the body that it lies in. 
So it's one of those things that I feel like it's part of my purpose. Um, I am a purpose coach. I teach you to help, you know, find your, where does your power lie within your energy body? What gives your heart and soul and spirit, you know, this strength to devour life um, and eat it all up? Like what makes you feel that way? Because everybody has a gift. They do. Everybody's born with gifts. And And it changes. Yeah, it can change throughout your, you know, your lifetime. And I just want to know how can I make an appointment because (laughs) everything you're saying is like hitting home. No, it's like literally hitting home. It's, it's true. You you know, I feel like there's some eight, I don't know if it's an age or a, you know, stage phase in your life where stuff all starts to shift. And Mm -hmm. I've noticed it shifts and the purposes and everything that I had, I thought I had before just don't apply anymore. You know, when your kids have moved out, when you're, mm-hmm. you're now, you know, single, you were divorced mm-hmm. and it's just, everything changes, but it's a period of like, uh, you're sort of lost, very lost. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I felt I, the reason that I do what I do is because I've done it and it's not because I want to try to make a ton of money doing it. It's not because I really even need to do it. I don't, need to be a life coach. Well, you do as, as an empath that you definitely well, have that part. Of what you. I'm saying is I don't need, I don't, to get, you know, I go into this, somebody said, this is her new hustle or something. And honestly, I don't it's believe in not the same. I'm so over the hustle lifestyle and I don't believe in it anymore because I feel like sh- this stuff should come to you innately. This stuff should be downloaded into your crown chakra you should feel energetically pumped to live life and again there's no fucking place you're going there's no destination to this it's just what's your story you know what do you want to happen with your life you have choices to make you can choose these things you can also identify in yourself what gives you the strength what part of your body gives you the strength naturally i use things like human design to help you understand yourself even better, more than an astrological sign, but like based on, yes, the universe, like where, who am I? I'm what, all about what the universe. What body have I in, embodied here? You know, I do believe that our spirit is here before our body is here. Like, I don't think that this carbon-based body makes this amazing energy. Yes. Like literally everything is energy. All we try, ever try to do is harness more of it. So it's understanding that there's science and physics and, yes. and biology. Not and hustle. <laughs> hustle, not so hustle would drain my soul dry. If I, if yes. I, yes. Well, and, and that's what, that's what society tells you is successful. Are those people who never stop hustling? Yes. I mean, they're the ones that uh, don't step away from the matrix to see what's outside that's true not break themselves out of the box i am very neurodivergent um i don't i don't know i probably would have been diagnosed with uh autism back in the day but if it was now but i you know i'm too old and yes i'm also a woman and women are not really diagnosed very well um, and, but I believe that honestly, most people in this industry are neurodivergent. You're not oh, going to yes. choose to be in the sex industry unless you live outside the box. Like we're straight up. You don't deserve to be considered human yes. even 
as a sex worker. You get shunned away. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Well, because- it's and I know, like yeah. law enforcement, they treat you like no human was involved in this situation. Yep. Because instead, there you're you a sex worker. Yes. And um, I even mentioned in another inter- interview, I saw Candace Dare say that uh, Kim Kardashian is a prostitute. Oh, yes. <laughs> I and saw the same one. Her mother, her mother is a parent. Yes. And I thought to myself, you know what? <laughs> out, of, out of that whole conversation, you're technically you want to look up the you want to look up the um, meaning of prostitution is that you're selling sex. So okay, that's true. I fine, call her that. Yeah. But guess what? So is so is everybody else. Yes, because every movie, every commercial, yep. everything we see has sex involved, and they always objectify yeah. women. So unless you don't objectify women straight up. And you're somebody that does not ever use yourself. And I'm sorry, Candace Deere, but you're on television. <laughs> so, and you're in the news. And if you make money off of that, what do you think actually sells? Thank you. And I put jealous. <laughs> That's what I typed. Well, we live in a patriarchal society. It's shame to shame something and like that. Where is our power? Why are we saying that selling this sex zone. is bad <laughs> when our power lies within that part of our body? Yes. So... Wait a minute. You mean that I can be make more than a man? I can uh, have men completely looking to me for advice and yes. for companionship yes. and for friendship and for connection because I sell sex. Yep. Because I admit to it, because I own it, because I embody it, because I tell the box, fuck off. Yes. You yes. all do it. You all do it. We live in that type of a society that if we, like every single Thing corporation, you do. don't either. I mean, we don't live in a democracy. We live in an, in a corporate oligarchy. And guess what sells to them? Sex. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. It's, it's, it's just, a, it's almost a, you know, the nature of hum- being human, of how yes. we're built, how we're, you know, our chemistry, everything. And it gears exactly towards that. I, you know, we keep going back. To me, we're going backwards as far as making progress in, be, you know, sexuality and being open. We're, we're really opening in some weird directions <laughs> and really setting back on basics. <clears throat> but, you know, it's a full well, cycle. I think that's because, I think that's a because fa- there's a large portion of the population that is not going back. There's a large portion yes. of the population that has awoken to how things really are. And because of that, once you're awake and once you can see what's truly happening, you realize, for one thing, sex and really with anyone, men or women, is a basic instinct. There's a reason that movie was named that. It, it's no. our, one of our basic, <laughs> basic instincts. It is something that society has shunned and put judgment on even your own body shaming yep. you for how you look, what happens to your body after you have babies with, Oh my gosh, you have a stretch mark. Oh my gosh. Let's put filters on everything because yes, you can't just be real, but you like, are. Cause that was, something real, you, but, <laughs> but yeah, you but stood very, saying. very strong and, about that was, I, yeah, I mean, and, and I feel like it, it part of the body shaming is, well, it's all patriarchal. It's all because our society is run by men who want to stay in power. And the way to do that is to Shame. continue to own 
own our sexuality and sex and reproduction now even yeah so they can continue to keep the power because we're not going to ever become powerful until we stand up and say this belongs to me you have no right to it and guess what not only does it belong to me but it's my strength and you know they say pussy power well it's true like it's strength you create accept the fact that you're motherfucking goddesses and get over the yeah. fact that you're not <laughs> you're not, a, you're not a slut you're a fucking goddess and it's breaking their patriarchal minds for you to accept it for us to use our power say, yep fuck you wow and guess what then they come back and go can i call you mommy because i don't know how to act because <laughs> i don't know how to i don't know how to behave with a woman Please. who's stronger than them. <laughs> you know who is stronger than than them? Their moms. That's right. And so they come back and they go, okay, then a strong, independent um, woman who accepts who she is, I don't know how what to associate myself with her except my mother. Yes, <laughs> so she was, very nurturing. She was a strong very, person. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Wow. The way so, the way you're putting it is like so blatantly like obvious, but yet we still are not looking at it like that. <laughs> well, it's it's women not realizing how much power it's they true. have in themselves. And it's also women not not accepting who they are and women are all but in the same boat as I had myself is that you become codependent on an idea. Yes. You become stuck in the past. You become the idea of what things are supposed to be like because of a story that was passed down or a story that you've told yourself and and then you have this even like i'm i've been all spending all morning watching the the queen's funeral Mm -hmm. and i you know i still love that too i love watching it i love seeing her crown i love seeing them placed in the rituals that they do yes. throughout the yes. funeral and but where do why do i love it it's because my family is english we're we're english welsh uh mm-hmm. scottish and irish and i'm like we pretty much are from there that's our queen yes. and you know and the fact is is that i watched everyone's weddings i saw Me princess too. diana get married <laughs> I, you know, it was a big deal. Like it was a big deal when she died. And so it, you know, Disney always promotes us being princesses. There you go. Well, every single story is that we're helpless and we can't do anything without a dude. And we got to go find that prince to save us. But he's nice in the movies. The dude, you got to give him that one. Is he really nice? Is he though? I don't think. Yeah. Probably not. He's still the dominant force. He's True. still the one that is strong. We're not strong. Yes. Because we, you know, yeah, we got to go find a strong man yes. to save us. Wake us up from, you know, being Snow White. And we're always wanting that fairy tale story. Like, I yeah. still to this day can say that I believe in fairy tales. But that's after, you know, generation after generation that has always believed in the fairy tale. I think it's like almost inbred in us that... It is, but it's it not is. Re- it's not realistic it's not real. you it. and you are putting yourself as as the princess in the story in a submissive in a submissive role and i'm not a submissive you, person in the sense a that dominant yep. person shoot yes and but the thing is what people need to understand is 
that within us is both female and male within us is both x and y within us at least females within <laughs> us is that we have divine feminine and we have divine masculine yes and when you have trust and security and safety mm -hmm. then the divine feminine can, can allow themselves out. to come out Good point. And if there's no trust and safety, then the divine masculine will take over and we are going to handle our shit. The, AKA the bitch. So don't, so don't <laughs> yes. think, you know what? There's this, these powerful feminist women who are just masculine. They're always just masculine, right? Correct. Well, that's because they were forced to not even acknowledge their divine feminine because they've had to be. They've had to decide that they're going to take on both roles. They've decided that they're going to be, you know, it, what are they? Seahorses. And we're going to be <laughs> yes. you know, the ones who handle everything because we've, there's no trust and there's no safety through a partner. So why instead we're going to go ahead and take care of everything because we can. And that happens why? a lot. We're, yeah. We're creators. We're creators of these humans. We're creators of these this is our mess we made. <laughs> Bring, well, I'm bringing that spirit into this carbon-based creature. We're the ones that it comes through. So there's a, I don't know, there's a more of a divine connection with women than yeah. men. And it, this is nothing against the men. No, not but at they all. they have their divine feminine within them too. True. They just have to feel safe. To let it out. <laughs> let it out we need trust safety and security so that we can connect with each other and really connect with ourselves it's, it's true yeah it's, those things that we just don't recognize these things instead boys are told don't cry boys are told, yes. told don't feel all the bullshit lately with certain uh instagram and and, and influencers who are super uh misogynistic and teaching young guys that that's the way it is, or women don't know what they want. They want a guy, they don't want a, a sensitive guy. They want a guy to push them around, tell them what to no, do. That's what we want. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but that's a super narcissistic attitude towards, for one thing, these guys that say this stuff are, are narcissists. <laughs> yes, and they're projecting. Yes. They're projecting everything we say oh, yeah. anyway is a projection of how we feel. Oh, yeah. Like everything I say is based on my experiences, my life. So I'm going yes, to project it out in yeah. the world. Yep. They're projecting everything they say. It has nothing to do with another person. <laughs> yeah, and they don't even realize it, though. That's the funny so part. They go, oh, I'm calling myself out right. by saying, guys want a girl that, to be pushed around. Okay, so that's how you that's are, you right? <laughs> pretty much what you're saying is that's how you want to be and this is the kind of girl you want is exactly. a girl that you can push, push around and they do yeah so and they do yes. <laughs> because the girls don't understand their power it comes down to getting guys need to get their power back girls need to get their power back and they need to do that by letting down the false pretense that they're putting on the fakeness to fit in yeah. so that you yeah. can truly see who you are as a person and where where does your power lie within your sure. chakra system what part of you of this energy or a body gives you your strength that's yeah because once you understand it and know it then you go oh that makes a lot of sense 
Now there's our, of course, like I use things like human design. Well, human design, it's a tool. It's not like, oh, believe in this human design. And it's like, you know, that's yes. religion. Or it's a tool so that you can do more self-exploration, more understanding. I felt like, you know, with my sexual side, that part of me, I've done so much, so much exploration Yes. that now it was time to explore, you know, other parts of me. Yes. And so that's where my mindset is and just to help because after my accident, I just felt like there has to be a reason to be here. <laughs> that's true. I mean, it just sounds like you're on a, a wonderful journey and definitely um, different than what, when we had filmed together, when she, well, let me tell you real quick. <laughs> so you weren't aware that it was my first girl, girl. I don't think I, yeah. t- I told you afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, you, yeah, you told me before. Oh, before, right before. And you're like, really? I was like, yeah, really? So anyways, she took over. She handled business. <laughs> Just grabbed my face, tongue down the throat. And that was that. So, um, but definitely I could just see a whole different um, side of you. Like in, there was yeah. nothing wrong with the way you were before. That was awesome. But it's just a whole different, it's like a butterfly. It is. It's like a beauty of glow, but in you're not that's pregnant. That's <laughs> what I want to portray on anything that I do adult related now is just me and not with the influence of anyone else surrounding me. It's, it's um, so I do, I do film all my stuff and um, I'm redoing my website. So it'll be deedsiren.com. Right now it's mrssiren.com. So, you know, I, my, I say that I, you know, it's a hot wife become healer. Yes. Uh, that's, that's kind of my path. And I, you know, want to show in adult film, the connection. I yes. want you to, I want to show the emotion. I want to show the real kissing. I want to show the sweat. I want to show eye contact. I yes. want to be able to look into one person's eyes. I know that that's a little close, but <laughs> I want to show that. No, I hear what you're saying. Because I feel like there it's gone. is the, it's become objects. We have yes. become so objectified that there's no more human in us. And now it's, there's a, there's a vagina, there's a penis. Look, they go together and, you know, oh, look, there's a butthole in between. And, and you know, like, that's it. Like, it's just like, okay, like, I don't care anymore. Like, that's boring. And I want that connection. Yeah, when I watch yeah, this. we have body parts. But I feel like a big part of sex and intimacy between people is because they've cut the emotion out of it. Yes. And and disassociated themselves. I do feel a lot of that has to do that the propensity to being sexually assaulted is super high. So, you know, if you've been through anything that is considered sexual assault or sexual harassment, then that puts a block in front of you. And it says, okay, say, I need my ego goes, oh, protect yourself protect yourself, protect yourself Yes, because ego is for it's to protect you. It's so that you don't go jump off a bridge. You know, it's here to say, I'm going to protect this carbon creature here that's on this earth. And so we, we disassociate at that point. And my story, I explained it a lot on my podcast. It's an open book, but like I was sexually assaulted when I was a virgin. That was my first experience. I'm very open about it. Mm -hmm. 
but it it was in public which is honestly probably why i like public sex wow yeah (laughs) because there were parts of that experience because my childhood was filled with no physical affection no physical intimacy Uh no emotional intimacy i took that experience and went damn okay my body actually enjoys this activity but my brain says go and do it yourself and be in charge of it so interesting i became i became very over sexualized as a teenager because that was taken away from me and i didn't my mind and my body decided they were going to disassociate themselves immediately so sex has always been separate i always kept it a secret in my childhood like in my teenage years like nobody knew i always had one night stands that's what i did i mean i don't care my prom date literally i i met him two weeks earlier at a club and then i paid for everything i paid for everything like this is who i've been forever so i have spent now two years healing that part of me too like it, it's all included and yeah. understanding yeah. That, damn this experience has affected my whole life yeah because i never healed from it well not everybody's gonna have my story but a lot everybody has, everybody has trauma yes everybody because that's part of being human yes and until you go back and actually face it until you go back and, and look at it as if you're separated from it and almost like you're rewinding a movie, you know, I always think of like, you know, VHS, but yeah, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm in that age too. I got you. <laughs> it's like pushing the rewind button on my VHS. Yes. And VR. watching the tape go. <laughs> rewinding. I think of my past stories that way of I'm going to rewind this and rewatch it, but I'm also going to learn emotional grit, understanding of what, my ideas that they're not me, they're yes. just thoughts and that I can just push stop. I can push stop. I can put it away in its little yeah. and file it away on my shelf. Most people, you know, you can think of it the same way as a computer. I'm going to take this and I'm going to compartmentalize it. I'm going to put it over here. Yes. Instead of the messy okay. desk. <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah. It's okay to do that. People think it's not good. It's bad to yeah. compartmentalize. But it's, you know, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not bad because you know what? It's good to maybe go back and watch that when you need to watch it. Yeah. Turn it off when I'm mad at my, you know, my children do something and I overreact, but my overreaction is related to something something else. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I've got to realize that for one thing, I need to do my shadow work and go back and talk to my former self. For, and forgive and forget and you'll never forget shit but you will if you just allow yourself yes to, because then you say Let it I'm go. Not gonna worry about, there's no reason you know I've learned to live in the present where this is today is the day yes. there is no other day there's nothing in existence but what's happening right now I mean and holding that yes is already over it's gone you can't go back and it doesn't serve a purpose either. and going into the future that's just your imagination yeah you don't know what's real so instead True. make a make a visionary board live for today and think you know what every day i'm grateful for today let's yeah. gonna i'm gonna make yeah. shit happen for today wow. i'm gonna I'm not, but I'm, when i say make shit happen 
I want to say that, like I said, I'm not into a hustle mentality, even though that's kind of connected. I proactively set up time for myself every day so that I have time for me and not time for my self-reflection, time for meditation, time for my exercise, time for my dog, time for us to bond and hang out together, time for me. Every single thing is in certain blocks of time so that I say, you know what? This is the time that I'm just going to do this for me. Not that, oh, shit, I missed it. Yeah. Damn. I, I fucked up. No, you didn't fuck up. You just, okay, move to the next time. Yeah, the next slot that you have. <laughs> I, Good point. Yeah, I mean, wow. okay, so what's the point of God. yesterday? Things didn't work out the way I expected. Okay, I'm going to spend hours of my time today trying to figure out why the shit didn't work yesterday. Yes, we do that. <laughs> life. Waste your life on yeah. reacting because most people live their lives reactively. Our phones want us to. Like, that's why you have an alarm because then you go, oh, fuck, oh, yeah. I didn't wake up. Oh, yeah. Or you go, <coughs> oh, damn, I've missed this appointment. Yes. Well, we, again, humans made up time. It's a, it's a, it's a human we did, yeah. So, trees don't know there's a time. Trees just grow. Trees just communicate on what's happening. Yes. And that's why yes. it's it, all of this process brings you more connection with not only humans, but with the earth and with everything in it. Wow. And, you know, it, I'm a very holistic person. It's all about, you know, healing every part of you, but one step at a time. Wow. Because, you know, I'm almost 50. I feel like I've been just aging backwards and it's reborn into, like, I feel like back when I was in college and, these are the thoughts I had back then. You still look like it for sure. I I hung out at the unlimited thought bookstore and, you know, had my palms read and I was very, I've always been very spiritual, but I I also put that aside to be a teacher and a mom and then decide to, you know, be a wife and then a hot wife. And then I put more and more labels on top of myself, more masks on that, in the end, I didn't recognize me anymore. Wow. And I didn't recognize the real me. And the real me is, yes, I'm all these things, but I'm so much more. Yes. And I'm also so much littler than I expect myself to be. You know, we, we're a fucking speck in a universe of, we really are millions of galaxies. Like, you're moon dust. We're all moon dust or whatever you want to call it. Space dust. And other than that, like, but we're an amazing creation. It's like, okay, but not everything's human. That's true. You know, we get, we get this time and to figure it out and time to, I don't know, maybe we are reincarnated, you know, that you become another creature and is it that you choose to live this life yeah. i don't know like i'm not ever saying for anybody to believe a certain way true but you know because that's all very personal and up to them yes. like, i'm not really yes. this but i do think that there's a connection of energy wow and i yeah we are universally connected so i don't i don't know i found out even more connection through sex work more connection uh with cultures and people i would have Same. never met before grown um through 
you know, lifetimes even during 15 years because I've experienced so much yeah. that I now want to just experience more shit of the brain and, and maybe less of the carbon-based body, more of the, you know, eternal soul. Yes. <laughs> Wow, you have, this has been a really enlightening conversation. It just hits home big time. I think maybe it's our age too, where we've, we've gone through, you know, cause I'm almost, I'm almost 50 and, um, yeah. whoa, <laughs> what did every time go? But yeah, we get to slow things down a little and sort of look back, smell the flowers, enjoy the life a little bit. Well, damn, the queen was 96 and, you know, she worked up until two days before she passed away. I know. She was working and my grandmother is still alive. She's 94. My grandmother's still alive. I'm not even, you're almost 50. I'm almost 50. That's not even like, that may be just half our lives, maybe even less than half our lives. And like, think about all this shit we could do. Yes. Yes. Like holy crap, I've got a lot of time to fill. So just because you're middle-aged and maybe you're going through <sighs> yeah. a middle-aged crisis like myself. <laughs> maybe that's what that it is, but hey. <laughs> well, that crisis is necessary. I think so too. I, I yep. think about everything has to blow up. Yes. To be, to re, be reborn. Yes. And boy, did you it blow up, reborn. huh? <laughs> we, yes. You can't be reborn <clears throat> unless you explode. So true. I mean, and... So what's the difference? What's the difference between us and our own universe? You know, the Big Bang happened. What did it make? Beautiful, a beautiful universe. Yes. You know, that's, but we are that universe within ourselves. Every single person is their own universe. Yes. (laughs) It's just creating, taking your energy and learning about it enough, opening your head up enough. And, you know, it's, I do have children. They're younger than, obviously younger than me. <laughs> and <laughs> I they, hope. <laughs> you know, they are in their 20s. They're, you know, they Same. are young adults. And I can talk about some of this stuff with them. And some of it they is don't. over their head. It is. They're like, you're just crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, They're just no, not there yet in that phase. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to understand this yet. All you have to do is keep your mind open and be willing to learn. There you be go. willing to take the time to study. Be willing to take the lime time to experience and not live your life in fear. Don't live your life mm-hmm. with shame. Don't live your life with judgment. Don't give a shit what anybody yes. else thinks of you yes. ever. And that's hard to do. It is. They don't care. Yes. That's the thing. You have to get it within yourself that those people do not really care person, about you. Yeah. They don't really care what you're doing. Yes, it's they true. Think they care more than they care. Yes. They don't. They care about themselves. So true. Every single person cares about themselves because we have to. If yes. you don't care about yourself. Who will? Then, <laughs> yeah. Well, then there's no survival. Yes. You can't survive unless you care about you. So, so you know, true. I've learned about my codependency, which is not caring about myself. I've learned about all the different uh, survival instincts. Um, I am a fawner. You know, there's uh, flee. Uh, there's fight. Fight, fight. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's flight. There's and then there's fawn. Fawn is people pleasing. Yep. And it is a survival instinct. Yes, it is. So to be, 
to be a fawner is fawner. someone <laughs> is willing to go and do what other people want yes. so that there's no conflict. That, uh, because gosh, it's, the way, it's the way you survive. Everything yes. happens in childhood. And I talk, you know, I spend a lot of time, I do a lot of lives um, on TikTok, on- uh, I watch yours. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do yoga and meditation on TikTok. Um, I do- Instagram. Informed yoga. I do uh, meditation and movement because a lot of people can't meditate sitting still. Yes. Uh, but we have a lot That's of- me. Yes. So I do meditation and movement. I teach you that you can embody your meditation instead of having to just- I can't ever meditate. Yes. But you can. Trust me nuts. It makes my skin crawl. And I don't, I was always like- You can do it. I'm going to get on this one. It's a learning a different way to do it. Because really meditation is all about becoming- uh, connected with your inner self. Okay. And you don't have to sit to still. <laughs> no, you're being able to use all of your senses at the same time okay. so that you can block the noise of anything else surrounding you. Wow. Stopping your emotions and past thoughts so that you can connect to those wow. uh, senses. That's but what I need. When, <laughs> when you can move, when you can actually pay attention to these things mm-hmm. and feel like, okay, I can move around and feel them. Then you're not worried because sometimes meditation becomes difficult because you're worried about the meditation. Yes. You're worried about I'm breathing the right way or I'm yes. sitting the right way or I'm having to go, okay, I can take this. And all your, you literally give yourself anxiety. It, it does. We're sitting. Yes. Yes. And that's literally why I, I, I don't do it. I just say it doesn't work for me. It makes, exactly. it doesn't relax me. It makes my skin crawl. Like I'm yeah. like, are we done yet? Are we done yet? I'm joined. Now, how can I join you on this? Embodiment practice. Embodiment practice. You can, you can meditate. You can dance. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I did not know this. <laughs> you're embodying your senses. So whatever thoughts, whatever, you know, and you shouldn't be thinking about um, sitting there <laughs> past shit. You yeah. shouldn't be thinking about how you're sitting. You exactly. shouldn't even be thinking about what is surrounding you out because for one, you should keep your eyes closed because you really should be focusing on the colors you see. And mm. because what you're learning to do is embody the energy that's within you. You're in learning to to feel these energies mm-hmm. flowing through your system without thought, wow. without ideas, because you're using all these other senses that you have yeah. to really focus on what is this what is this energy body feeling within this body? Correct. Because we're just a system. It's almost you can use meditation to figure out what's wrong with you, like and how to heal yourself. and how to control your own pain. I've gotten off of every uh, prescription drug I was on for 13 years. Um, And it's really understanding that I can control the pain. I can control the nervous system. I can regulate my nervous system so that it's not out of control. And these things are hard to do, but they're also understanding that it takes, it takes practice. It takes, um, just really realizing, oh, damn, that's all, that's all I have to do. It's not hard in the sense of physically doing it. It's hard in the sense of I can do this and this Mm -hmm. actually works. 
and believing in it. Believe that these things work. Believe that these things can change. You know, believe that you don't have to be on medication. Yeah. That's just, you know, medication is just a Band-Aid. It's like, okay, just take your fucking Band-Aid off. Like, you're not hurting yes. anymore. Oh, like, yeah. A lot of times it's us telling ourselves we're still hurt. We're still, we're still in pain. We're still in trauma. We're still stuck. And it's just taking these things off and realizing, fuck, I'm okay. I'm okay. And on top of that, I can control it. Yeah. So there's so much to it. There's so much to what so I much. actually help people do in my life coaching because it's just everything I've used since wow. 2014 to become the person that I am. Now, now, where can they find you? Um, best place is follow me on my Instagram. Uh, my main one is the T H E dot love siren. Okay. Um, my, uh, Life coaching Instagram is intimate purpose at intimate purpose. Um, and the new website for that will be up soon. Uh, I, I am rebranding everything okay. recently. Um, it, it says on, I think you're she, but my website is my karmasutra.com. That is the coaching website, but that's going to be completely rebooted, redone. How exciting. And, uh, it'll, be, it'll be intimate purpose. Um, and then, um, other than that, like, you know, when it comes to adult stuff, Google. Yeah, just, <laughs> I know, she's everywhere. <laughs> just, just she has me. made a path on Google that goes through pages. Crack your fingers and be prepared. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for meeting with me today. I know the listeners are going to just love this. It's, it's, a, it's a great, refreshing, different kind of conversation when it comes to industry workers or what's related. And I think we can all connect with it and it's just great to see you and talk to you again. Yeah, All right. For sure. Are you going to be at anything? Are you going to Expos or AVN? I'm going to, well, of course, AVN. Um, I'm going to Why Not. Are you doing that one? Not okay. doing Why Not. And then uh, Exotica in New okay. Jersey. Um, a- I, do that <laughs> I am going to do AVN. I'll be there. Okay. For sure. Okay. Well, I will, I, I will be at AVN in January in Vegas. Yes. And then I'll be a week later at Expos in LA. I know. Um, so it's back to back. I know. Uh, January. I don't do Exotica. I've been to Exotica once, but it's just a lot for me. It's like, a lot of fan. So it's more the fan based. Yeah. And I, I'm, I don't know. Like, it's a not, lot. I mean, there's a lot of, re- there's a lot of reasons, but, <laughs> but no, I don't have anything wrong with exotic. I've been on their podcast several yes. times, but honestly, it's the travel. Like I just, I still it's have, a lot. I, I still homeschool my kid and, um, I have a puppy who's seven months old. Oh. If you can see the crate here. Um, she is huge and she's a lab. And so they're super smart, but also because they're super smart, they're super annoying yes. <laughs> and seven old because it's like having a child toddler it's worse. toddler on steroids um, she's 65 pounds and like huge and she's just like boom, 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 i got gotcha. you i hear you on that one so but right. i'll be at a i'll be at avian for sure and yeah okay. i'm gonna just then we'll see you there all right sure. well thank you so much again thank all you. right you're listening to thank and you. watching phone sex with lily show we're signing off Bye. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Phone Sex with Lily Show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch episodes you may have missed, go to Spotify, Anchor, or SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Simply type in Phone Sex with Lily Show. For the latest from Lily, you can follow her on Instagram at real underscore Lily Craven and on Twitter at Lily Craven XXX or message on Facebook at Lily.Craven40. Thanks again. Until next time.